Time flies. Yet another episode of Life in Zero Gravity. And I want to start out by saying I apologize to you, audience. I apologize. I feel that I have not been at my best in a while, you know? I feel like I've had some cool shows. I just don't feel like they've been slapping like they started out slapping. And I guess that's normal. Things go through lulls and all that. I mean, it's impossible to keep up that pace that I set, you know, because it was just so fucking good. Like, how do you how do you keep that up for episode in, episode out for weeks and weeks and and years and years at this point? I mean, how do you do it? 
how can one man be that talented? I know I've done it, but it's not easy. I got to flex. <laughs> Sorry to, I love how this started as an apology to the audience. And it fucking turned into just me bigging myself up again. You know, just like talking about how dope I am. But I mean, honestly, like, I don't think that a lot of us talk about how dope we are enough. I don't think we do. I think we get caught up in, in uh, trying to live up to other people's expectations. And it's a bitch. And I know this episode, I came up with this name for this episode just because I like the idea of the name. I don't know if it's really going to fit because honestly, I'm in a pretty good place right now. So I don't know if I need to fucking, I don't know if I can really say I have 99 problems. I don't. I really don't have 99 problems right now. Honestly, I, I completely bullshitted you and I'm sorry for that. It was a terrible thing to do. I got to say, man, get into 100 episodes. Maybe we won't get there. Maybe I'll die right now. I just want to have an awkward silence. <laughs> I ain't fucking dying, motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck. I'm still motherfucking here. You can't fucking stop me. You can't stop this. No vaccines, no COVID can stop this. <laughs> Man, the 100th episode. I can't believe, like, it went by, it went by quickly, but then at the same time, it's like, damn, I really do remember all those fucking episodes, though. I remember, you know, and I promise you to do better in the future. I promise you to keep extending, you know, I'm going to keep, <laughs> pause, no, <laughs> I promise you that we are not done. Like, we're going to keep growing this and, and pause again. No, we're going to keep... <laughs> we're going to keep fucking going, man. And, and I, I plan to have a lot more guests in the future. Like, I know, like, recently I really haven't had a lot. It's just life has changed recently. And it's like, I still want to give you content. I still want to, like, make shows, make good shows. And I feel like there have been a lot of good ones. But I don't know. I just, I feel like I've been missing an element. And I don't like that. I don't like that shit at all. I don't like just feeling like I'm missing something. Just feeling like, yeah, I could have done that shit better. And just not quite hitting my mark. So, that being said, man, I I know that there, the future has a lot in store. And I'm excited to, to keep pressing forward, man. Um, at the end of the day it's the end of the day and the end of the day means that the day is ending you feel me yeah i mean <laughs> i was back on my base shit i was listening to a bunch of you know like i'm la till i die i, I was born in la i feel connected with la i like i thought about it the other day and like i am actually like uh I dress LA, you know, like you can kind of tell where someone's from by how they dress. I think if you see me you and you see how I dress, you would probably think LA or somewhere, you know, like somewhere similar, at least. I don't know if there really is anywhere quite similar to LA, but I don't know. It's just, it's, it's funny to think. Cause like you see people, you see, like you could kind of tell where they're from. Like Orange County has a certain way they dress. You know, the IE is wearing, like, I don't know, wife beaters, I guess. What do they wear out of the IE? As soon as I said that, I, I planned that. I made that 
ambulance pull up right now. I run this shit. <laughs> nah, but, um, yeah. Nah, but, um, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> nah, but, um, yeah. That has to be, like, one of the most worthless fucking sentences that I've said. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, y'all, I'm really excited, uh, fucking... My album is basically done, and goddamn, it's it it's a goddamn doozy, son. It's a doozy. I don't know, just like this last track. At first, I was like, oh fuck, it like the vocals weren't lined up and shit, and it sounded off, and I was like, fuck, this might not go the way I want it to go. And then once once uh, my um. What what is my co-star on this album? I'm gonna call it a co-star because this shit's like a this this album is like a movie, <laughs> you know. The director, we're co-directors of this shit. So um, at first it wasn't lined up, and he lined it up, and now, and I'm sure this is very interesting for you to talk about a for me to talk about a song that you can't hear. I'm sure this is just amazing content right now. But I mean, for real, it's like, it's, it came together in a way that was better than I even imagined, by far, which when I make songs, sometimes they come out better. This is one of those ones where it's like, oh, fuck, like, this is really something special. And it's something that I I feel like, honestly, this track deserves, like, I don't make songs to, to be like number one hits and shit. Like, I don't do that. But if this is one of those songs that I made that, like, it feels like, oh, fuck, this, like, this should be a number one hit. It has all the qualities of, like, it's original, it's catchy, it's fucking, it's just well made, you know? Like, vocally, it's just a strong performance just all around in every way. And it's like, if there was justice in the world this song would be a number one hit. I think it deserves that. Like, I think... I don't know. I just think... It's it's a song that... I didn't set out to make a number one hit. And now that I hear it, I'm like, fuck, this is... Like, this shit should be raining on the charts right now. I know that's... I know it's weird to say. I feel weird saying it, because I'm not that type of artist. And, like... Not that I'm against it, but, like, my sound is just not... There's a sound that you have to have to fucking, like, go anywhere commercially in the music industry. And I've never... I've never tried to copy that sound. Whatever that sound was, because it changes over time, you know. I've never tried to copy that. And the the huge, massive benefit of that is that my music is timeless. I know it's a flex, but hey, it's true. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know how people take this. I'm very conscious of that. But honestly, like everything I've made, all the music I've made, I've never tried to be a prisoner of the moment. <laughs> and um I don't do I need to put disclaimers on this shit? I'm I'm speaking my truth, okay? So I've never tried to appeal to the current time or whatever was going on in music, you know what I mean? I just did what I wanted to do 
and um, I stuck to my sound, which my sound is taking all the elements I love of things and creating something new with them. You know, because like I, it, it, like I talk about a lot, I've mentioned it a lot, music exists without us. We are just here manipulating the mo- notes. Wow. Can't believe I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta laugh at yourself. You gotta be able to laugh at yourself. That's one of my favorite qualities, honestly, in in people. Is anybody that can actually laugh at themselves. I greatly appreciate that. Anybody that doesn't take themselves so seriously that they can't laugh at themselves. I appreciate that, man. Honestly, like, I think it's a great quality. I really admire it, and I aspire to be like that. Like, I want to be able to laugh at myself. I don't ever want to take myself so seriously that I can't laugh at myself. So, yeah. But when I make music, like I was saying, (laughs) like I said before, as Mayweather says, ever notice how how much Mayweather says that? It's pretty funny. I guess everybody has their little, like, nervous tics. I mean, I had a stupid, I had a horrible one on this. <laughs> or just, like, an air filler where you're thinking of stuff to say. But, yeah, like, no, like. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to keep getting into that. But when I make music, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to make the best possible music I can make. And I like to experiment. I like to make a totally different sound but not just for the sake of making a new sound i want to make something good you know because everybody a lot of artists have created new sounds so i like to do that and to me i would like to make art that's transcendent and that's the only way to really make transcendent art is to do something that hasn't been done before you're not going to make transcendent art by doing something that someone's done has transcendent art ever been made by doing that? I don't think so. I think by definition, I don't think it could. Because how are you going to transcend if you're doing something that's already been done? I don't know. It's like a participation trophy, I guess. Maybe you can in this generation. <laughs> Maybe you can transcend by just copying people. I mean, it seems to work for certain artists that I shall not name who just copy people's styles and you know have writers and don't you know <laughs> you'll probably know you'll probably know the artist i'm talking about by that <laughs> but um if you feel it's about you if the shoe fits wear it you feel me um but when i set out to make a song like you know one of the goals in my head is like okay what can i bring to the table that hasn't been brought you know, what dish has not been set upon this table? What can I do? What needs to be made? And I don't know. That's, <laughs> but I'm fucking around. But honestly, like, I do try to approach shit differently. And not just for the sake of it, because you can definitely go wrong by doing that. Because obviously, sometimes it's like, all right, there's a reason that's never been done. That's trash. You don't need to do that. <laughs> you should probably not do that, honestly. I wouldn't advise it. Like, <laughs> not a good idea. But uh, when I do it, 
I set out to like create something new. Like I don't ever like to retread, you know. I'm sure I know some of my songs sound similar. Maybe even a lot of them sound pretty similar. I don't know. I don't know how y'all view it. I know, yeah, some of them do. There's some that I hear and I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like it. Because I've kind of established a sound and I don't really know how to describe it other than like, well, there's a lot of funk to it, a lot of soul, hip-hop, R&B, you know, a lot of those are like key elements in my sound. That experimentation, I do weird shit, you know. Probably one of the weirdest songs I've made. It's not called Stenographer. It's such an odd song. Or fam, Fanboys and Fangirls. Is it fangirls and fanboys? I think it's fangirls and fanboys because I was trying to empower women by putting them first <laughs> on the title. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> I'm ridiculous. So that song, that's a weird-ass song. It's a very weird song, you know? Like, it's just structurally, it's strange. And honestly, after wrapping up this album... And all the different directions it goes in. Like. It makes me want to do that even more. It definitely doesn't make me want to stop. <laughs> I can say that. It doesn't make me want to like limit the directions I go in. It makes me want to look even further. Like okay. What else can I do? How else can I do this? You know. What other angles have I not explored? What what else is left out there for me to do? That's what it makes me want to do. So I don't foresee that <laughs> changing. Like, <clears throat> I'm just going to want to experience more and more and see what I can do. That's what I'm trying. Like, I'm, I'm just striving every day to be a better artist. I'm honing my craft every day, writing songs every day. Yeah, there might be a day here and there that I don't, that it's not clicking or maybe I don't finish what I was working on. But for the most part, I've stuck by my goal of writing a song a day for years now, really. So I try to keep that up. And I really, it's crazy to me to see, like, I really thought at some point, like, I'd fall off and I'd just have writer's block. I, I wouldn't have anything to say. And, like, I would just have to stop, you know? But, like, all these songs in, there's still several moments where, like, there's days where I just, several days, really, where I just bust out this song where it's like, where where the fuck did that come from? It catches me off guard, you know? I'm still writing, like, top-tier stuff. Like, often. Even the shit, the shit that I'm like, ah, that's, this is okay, I wouldn't use this. I go back to it later, and I'm like, whoa, this is actually really fucking good. Like, what the hell? You know, it's just, like, compared. Because I've, like, because I've ascended to such a level. <laughs> like, now, the stuff I write that's mid would honestly kill most of your favorite artist catalog. It's just, I've just gotten to that point, you know, where I've gotten that good, man. Like, legitimately. Legitimately, I've gotten to that point where, 
like the worst shit I write is still like A1, like better than anything on the radio in terms of lyrics, you know? Even the shit that's like my worst shit at this point, which is crazy. But that's all, that all comes from practice. And, and the, the one huge difference between myself and a lot of like artists that I see, a lot of artists get into this shit for the fame. They get into it for the attention. They get into it. They see music as like a vehicle to bring them like materialistic things or, or like the attention that they crave. And they're not doing it for the sake of music. You know, like, yeah, they start out where they want to make the best album possible for sales, you know, and for impact and for what it could do for their lives. But you see it like some artists that have become really successful take years and years off without dropping anything. And honestly, the only reason why I don't drop more than I do is because I have, I've always had to work on the side, you know, I've, I've never been able to just have that free time to do that. That's the only reason. So I honestly don't understand that when artists barely ever drop anything. To me, it really makes me question if they really fuck with music like that, or if it's just a hobby for them and they don't really give a shit, you know, if it's just a vehicle for fame and, and wealth. Which it is. It's a good vehicle for that. But I don't think that if you... I don't think that it's beneficial to the art form as a whole for people to get into this industry. Like, with anything... If your number one goal is not making the best music you can, I don't think that you're benefiting this industry. You know? I don't think that you're elevating the art form even if that's like number two that has to be number one on your list for you to really elevate the art form sales do not fucking matter yeah i guess in terms of impact but quality no because honestly the best stuff is like never sold the most that's just facts like that's just the reality of it i mean i guess at the end of the day it's all subjective but we know. Deep down, we really know. There's certain intangibles that you can't touch, you know? There's certain things where it's like, there is a science to creation. There really is. I know that's wild to say, because science and creationism clash, right? <laughs> but honestly, like, there, there's a science to this shit. And it's like, if you, there's a way to quantify the value and you can quantify, like, I don't know, I know, I know at the end of the day it's subjective, but I really do think there's also a way to quantify it where it's like, okay, well, there's, this person wrote, you know, 32 lines in this song, and all of them, the vast majority of them were stressed one-syllable rhymes. This other guy, all of his like lines rhyme at least three syllables none of them and they're not really stressed much now we go when we go line for line we can determine which lines are filler or not okay so subject a 
about half of the song is filler. Subject B, there are maybe five throwaway lines. So when you think about it like that, when you really break it down to a science, it's like, yeah, some shit, even though it is opinion, some shit is actually better than others. I don't know. It's just a trip to think about. We all have our own little facets, you know. We'll have our own little ideas of what should or shouldn't be. But anyway, I digress. I got more for you on this episode of Life in Zero Gravity. But I don't want to keep this intro going too long. I think it's already gone long enough on this particular... Sometimes, like, it's like... Sometimes the intros go easier than others, you know? And this is just one that has really... I don't know. Not my easiest intro to the show ever, but, but stay tuned and uh, I'll, I'll make it up to you. jump right into the bullshit so 99 problems that jay-z song (laughs) no not that's not what this episode's about this episode honestly isn't even about problems really but okay the jay-z song it's hard not to have this episode name that and not think of the jay-z song right not a bad jay-z song i've you know i'm not like Every time I say this, I gotta put a disclaimer because people get all pissy. So I'm not the biggest Jay-Z fan. Oh, hey, Jay-Z. It's just one of those things where his music never really clicks for me, like, fully. Like, there's songs here and there I don't think are bad. But I know Jay-Z stands are, like, fucking something else, you know? Like, I heard, uh... I was listening to the... I was listening to some stuff from the Jail Button podcast, which I haven't heard in a while. So I didn't really like how he did uh, Maria Mile, you know. I didn't like that whole situation. Maybe they're the bad guys. I don't know. But it just seems like with Joe, it's like everywhere he's gone, he's fucking burned bridges. So this is like another bridge burnt. And I just thought it was odd, you know. It's like, why? You guys had a good thing going. Like, I, I'm not the I'm not the biggest Joe Budden fan. <laughs> and, uh... But even then, at the end of the day, which I guess makes sense because Joe Budden's favorite rapper is Jay-Z. And, like, Jay-Z is somebody that I, like, never really listen to, you know. I don't, he's not in any of my playlists, you know what I mean? Not that I think he's bad, I really don't. I think he's, uh, well, really, sometimes, there's times where I hear him, and I'm like, oh, that's what all this hype is about. I get it. But anyway, like, so, so Jay Z had a little bullshit verse on this Kanye album, right? And I see people getting hyped, talking about Watch the Throne and all this, uh, how this uh, such a great duo and all this and shit. And like, I don't know, I didn't really like Watch the Throne. I haven't really liked anything Kanye's done in a while. I haven't really, li- I haven't liked anything Jay Z's done in a while either, to be honest with you. So. I guess my expectations were not high. 
but there's a line in there. It, you know, it's a very, um, the album itself is very Christian. So that being said, like, there's a lot, no, I don't want to introduce the quote like that. So I'm a very religious friend. I have several religious friends, but there's one that, I guess, I would say we are, like, at least acquaintances kind of friends. So, he posts this line from this song. The line is, made in the image of God, that's a selfie. I think that's a whack line. I'm sorry. I think it's corny. It's not, it, it's uninspired, but people were freaking out. They were creaming their jeans over that line. And that's what's funny is like on the Joe Budden podcast, that's their guy that they stand. They stand Jay-Z pretty fucking hard on there. Joe says he's the GOAT and all that. And I mean, I get where people are coming from, but I never have thought like, oh, he should be on Mount Rushmore. I'm not trying to diss or anything. I'm really not. If there's a Mount Rushmore hip-hop, I just don't... I wouldn't personally put him on it. That's all. It doesn't mean he's whack. It doesn't even mean he's bad or anything. It's very rare for anyone to get that. So anyway, choking along, I saw this uh, thing, you know? And when I saw the thing, the thing, thing. I gotta stop fucking around. <laughs> but it's so hard not to. What's wrong with that? One thing that I do want to get into is a Leo woman. <laughs> not want to get into Leo women, man. A woman. A Leo woman. I've dated... Or no, I haven't dated any Leo women. I haven't. I, I slipped up and almost said that. I really have not. I have talked to them. We've clicked well. I don't know. They can be kind of fiery, so a lot of times we end up not talking anymore. But Leo women are dope. I don't know. They have like a fire to them, but in a good way. I'm a, For those of you who don't know, I'm a Leo. So I, I am interested in dating my own son. Maybe that's just narcissistic. <laughs> no, it's not. honestly, it's just, it's like a, a lot of people give Leo's bad raps, but I mean, they're known to be natural leaders. That's a, <laughs> that's what's funny. I talk, I was talking to New Jack. He said Taurus is the strongest sign. I don't know. That, I've never heard that before. I don't know if that's true. But, I mean, if you're just talking about the way the signs look, I do think a lion would beat a bull. But, regardless, I feel like, um, those two are probably the strongest when I, when I break it down. <laughs> if you believe in any of that stuff, I don't know if I believe in any of it, but it fits narrative sometimes. I always mention that, too. Like, I don't know if I believe this, but... <laughs> You gotta suspend disbelief at, at certain times. Right? So, let's keep pushing forward, man. It's not easy to, like, make an episode of this show every week. 
but I, but I do it. I do everything I can to try to come out with like quality content. And that's what was on my mind this week. Leo women have yet to date one, but I am intrigued. Do I want to go there? Should I go there? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if I should make this personal at all. I have my eyes on a Leo woman, okay? I don't know what it is. It feels like there's a lot of mutual attraction. I could be wrong. I really could be wrong. So if you are this Leo woman, make a move with me too. Because everybody's tired of making moves that are not working out. I feel like we're all afraid to make moves because we've just seen it go wrong so many times. And like nobody wants to feel stupid. Nobody wants to give people that power of like, oh yeah, I was so interested in you that I asked you out and all this stuff. Or like I expressed my interest. And it sucks. It really sucks. Like I, I thought we would mature past that point at, by now. And that's the, that's something that really has not made sense. Is like this girl asked for my number, right? I'll text her and she kind of sucks at texting back. And then I try to make plans with her. She agrees to the plans, says they sound great, and then just disappears, you know. And But then I'm like, okay, I guess she's just kind of full of shit. So then later on, she tracks me down and says, oh, I was trying to say that I'm off this day. So I'm like, okay. And then we talk about making plans again. So I send her a text about making plans and she ignores it. It's just so weird. It's like, why is that a thing? Why do you ignore people when they're like trying to actually have fun with you? Just a weird thing. I don't get it. Like personally, I, I don't like to live my life like that. <laughs> like, um, it's very confusing. And you know what sucks? It's like I've had such bad... So I'm, I'm going to keep it 100 about this. So honestly, I've had so much bad luck with women that I was like, this girl was... I wasn't sure if I was really into her, but I was willing to give it a shot. And I was like, you know what? I should, I should give this a shot. She seems like a nice girl. You know, caring and like safe. Flash forward... <laughs> and it's like it's like the total opposite you know <laughs> which is what I don't I, I don't know I don't understand like part of the reason why I decided to give her a chance is because like oh this is a girl that's actually that's really interested in me I should give her a chance and just see what happens and then she ends up just fucking me over man nothing I can really do but be fucked over. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't really fuck me over, but she did. I feel like I wasted like a couple weeks in a row, and I'm just so tired of that. Like, it makes you, it makes you mad. It makes you tired of dealing with this bullshit. You know. <sighs> but I just keep. Uh, I mean, all I can do is try to be a better me. 
Yeah, I, it's secretly embedded into this episode, but if this girl ever hears it, she might know who I'm talking about. I mean, I don't know. There's usually, like, one girl that I'm mostly interested in at a time, you know. And then, obviously, if I'm in a relationship, it cuts right down to that one, and that's it. That's the only one that interests me. So, we'll see what the future holds, but if she ever hears this, no. I had my eye on you for a while, and, um... I don't know, you, you've been showing me you had your eye on me too, so I don't know where we go from here, but it is interesting, and I enjoy you and appreciate your company, so regardless, well, I don't, you know, I, I talk about it all the time, but it is just so annoying that, that you can't just treat people like they treat you. Or, like, you don't get that treatment back in return, I should say. It's frustrating. It's like you try and try and try, and people just don't give a fuck. They they do what they want to do, and they don't care about your feelings, you know? I've dealt with that a lot. A lot of people not caring about other people's feelings. It's hard to deal with, man. It really is. I try and try and try again, but I can't take it. So, I don't know. Not that I can't take it. I could take anything. But I try to just uh, ignore it. But it's it's kind of hard when it's in front of you so much. Like, it's like every angle you turn, you see it, you know. So, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I know um, this episode in particular, man, I'm really exhausted and I'm fighting through to make it somewhat interesting, but it's hard when you're that tired. I never thought about it. It's like you really don't want to do anything at all. Like when, it's funny because when I was a kid, like, I feel like people, in terms of weight, it wasn't as much of a thing. You didn't think about like, this kid's overweight, that kid's overweight. Like it became people became more and more health conscious over time. And I think, I mean, that has continued to this day. And it's crazy, the disparity, okay? Like, California, roughly 20% of the people here are overweight. And then in states in the South, it's like 40%. It's double that. It's wild to think. Think of half of the people in your state being fat. I guess fat's a bad word, right? Can't fat shame people. But, you know, different time different message so I don't know I have I get I realize that I do get I am jaded with women to an extent because they just have let me down every single time I guess that's what happens when <laughs> I was gonna make a dumb joke when you date Greek goddesses they'll let you down but um <laughs> I don't know, like, we gotta stop letting people bully in cartoons even, we gotta stop all that, it's, a, it's sending a bad message, honestly most of, I almost feel like most of the people on those products are gonna end up getting murked one day, I hope not, I don't know, but um, I don't know, all you can do is just be the best person you can be. Like, we've talked about that before. 
And I'm not going to get into it, but just be the best person you can be. You'll never regret doing that, even if people don't treat you right. But honestly, I don't know. A lot of times I feel like <laughs> I just feel so done with the whole dating thing. And I know that's a part way of even, have I mentioned that? I don't know. But then, but like, honestly, it just, it's gotten exhausting. Like, I'm tired of the fucking games. Like, it's like, oh, you can't be too interested in someone too early on. Like, you know what? Some of you, like, take, like, somebody wanting to see you and wanting to get to know you. Maybe being in a, maybe, like, being anxious about getting to know you. You take that as, like, oh, my God. They're, like, practically in love with me. I can't handle this. And it's like, no, sometimes we just like to, like, like, what's the sense in doing these exchanges through text? Let's just hang out. I don't know. Some people take that the wrong way. They're like, they just think it's too much. It's like, no, you you got to figure it out. Might as well rip the Band-Aid off. Figure out if you really like somebody. What's the sense in, like, bullshitting for three years and never meeting, you know? had scenarios like that. There's girls I've never met who I felt like I would click with because of, like, the extensive conversations that we've had. Like, that definitely is a thing. But I just... I don't want anyone to feel taken advantage of or anything like that. I'm a respectful person. I'm not... um, I don't feel right taking advantage of anyone, so... I have to be honest, (laughs) which is probably weird in any line of work for a boss to all bosses act like they're artists they keep a lot of shit i literally cannot like i feel like i need to help the world so i will i'll tell no i'm just kidding i I, honestly that's not even my mentality i was actually getting into the head of those people because i'm not a tattletale i'm not that type of person i've never been that like where you fucking hate that where there's like one person that's like well i didn't get exactly what i wanted so i'm just gonna fucking fuck it up for everybody let me just do that real quick like what are you doing like why are you doing that there's no need but there's always that guy in the crowd in terms of the dating thing i don't know i try i get fucked over so many times it gets old man gets really old because I know then that's the thing that I always think of is we all know women that have put up with horrible stuff from a man I'm just wondering why like I've never put a woman through anything that horrible but yet for whatever reason like I never get their fucking best shot and it just makes me like are people just really this sick in the head that they're afraid of somebody who wants to treat them right Like, where does that fear even come from? It's sad, but that's the way that people communicate. It's so isolated now. People are okay with it. They don't mind it. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I I just want things to be more fair. It just feels like the deck's always stacked against, like, certain people. That's not fair. What happens? So in conclusion, I don't want to go too hard on this segment, all right? I don't have too much to say. I just want to say, like, I just want, I want normal shit. I want a normal, 
relationship. I'm tired of like people feeling like they can just spew all this stuff onto me. Like, I don't want this, you know, but people don't. You got to make your own decisions. You got to live for yourself. I'm not saying to be selfish, but too many of us are passive in life and we can't do that. We can't be passive. We got to be strong and make good choices. That sounds silly as fuck, but it's true. And I'm going to keep, you know, I got more show for you. We're winding down now, but stay tuned. I think the last two segments will be fun for you. And uh, I thank you once again. Hasn't been an easy year, but you made it at least slightly easier. So, what's new in the world of sports today? Well, I mean, the NFL's back, so I feel like I should talk about the NFL. Not the, I'm not the hugest fan. I, 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 whenever I say that, you know, <laughs> it's just like you already know what it is. So, the NFL. I mean, let's see what, what we had in the NFL today. Nothing too interesting or too shocking. I guess the Bills blowing out the Dolphins is a big, is pretty interesting. <laughs> the Bills went 35, they went 35 and 0 against the Dolphins. The Dolphins were undefeated and now that did not go well. The Niners beat the Eagles 17-11, to very low scoring. And a fun stat for you, the last two times the 49ers have made the Super Bowl, they started 2-0, and so they started 2-0 and this year. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Looks good. And there really isn't much else. None of these other games. I mean, I know it's all NFL games, so it's all somewhat interesting, but I just don't care. It's never been my thing. So, I'm not here to call it, like, the most boring game on some people, because I think it's fun to play. I think it can be fun to watch. And then in the MLB, I know the Dodgers won today. I don't think they... Did they pick up a game? They are one game behind. They picked up a game today. One game behind the Giants. It's been a wild year where both teams have been extremely close. That never happened. (laughs) So, I don't know. I think the Dodgers can overtake them. I know it doesn't really matter for them. Like, they don't need home court as much as other people. But the one thing I'll say... Is it's pretty ridiculous that there's so much of a talent disparity, you know? <laughs> so we're working on, yeah, I'm working on all this. But the Dodgers, I mean, they're picking up a, I don't know, they picked up a, a game 
so they don't have as far to come now to come back. Everything works. Everything happens for a reason. Whatever happens, happens. Like the homie Nick's thing. <laughs> Nothing else really too interesting. They're kind of quiet on the sports front. I want to at least give you something to chew on. You know. Oh, and college athletes should be paid. Peace. And now let us read from the book of Grav. <clears throat> the female species is so depleted. Social media just overheated. They don't know. No hoes were needed. Just cause all these sheep poses bleated. We exceeded the bandwidth. God damn it. Somehow got stuck. What an odd planet. <laughs> I want to vanish from my advantages. To a place that never had damages. <laughs> Don't want to deal with someone else's trauma until the day they make me a selfish comma and decide they need to be alone. I don't want to take it if you ain't giving me the zone. I feel the tone. It's always obvious. I know most of y'all chase sloppiness and stay behind it so pathetically. I react to it copacetically. Just let it be because it's all meaningless. Catch me at the top of Everest screaming this. I'm not dealing with abusive women. I refuse to give them wins. Female species is so depleted. Social media just overheated. They don't know no hoes are needed. That's because all of the poses bleated. The female species is so depleted. Social media just overheated. They don't know no hoes were needed Just cause all these sheep poses bleeded, yeah It really got so predictable They always do something despicable If you don't support them monetarily They'll cut things off momentarily You all think that you're so entitled I don't know how this motion spiraled In a short time we let social media rule most people are so easy to fool. And social media just feeds egos. <laughs> when truthfully, no one needs these hoes. Now it's gotten oversaturated. And I find that nothing that matters stated. <laughs> you all think they're on pedestals. I say they're only theoretical. Just because I see it's not a meritocracy. <laughs> But you have equal shares in this mockery, huh? God damn. Had to flip that. <laughs> A female species is so depleted. Social media just overheated. They don't know no hoes are needed. Just cause all these sheep poses bleated. This female species is so depleted. Social media just overheated. They don't know. No hoes are needed, just cause all of these sheep poses bleated. Hey, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening every week. Those who do, I appreciate you. I know I say it all the time, but it's necessary to thank the audience. And um, I, I took it kind of easy on this episode, just threw some thoughts out there, just having some fun. But um, next week is going to be the 100th episode, as I've mentioned a couple of times on here, and it's a big deal. So I really wanted to make that a special episode 
and I will. Um, so tune into that. And uh, I don't see this stopping anytime soon. I mean, I'm trying to do the best I can and just make the best episodes. I just, you know, like stand-up comedy was one of my, like, passions at one point. It was a fun thing that I did quite a bit. I got booked for quite a few stand-up shows. And so to come back and um, into a format like this and have, like, a comedy element i know like a lot of times it's not really there <laughs> this isn't strictly a comedy show but i'm pretty sure every episode has at least like a couple funny moments so to be back here doing that it's it's fun like i, I want to get back into stand-up comedy and like this is the only way that i could really do that right now but i do like like don't get me wrong, this is not, like I said, it's not strictly a comedy show, so being here, making this show, it means a lot more than that, you know, this is about, it's kind of a journey of self-discovery, and it's kind of like a, I don't know, it's meant, it's meant to be thought-provoking, and to just, like, go outside the box of, like, the normal realm of of podcasts so that's what we do on this godcast and yeah I, I mean i'm gonna i plan to continue to do it i feel and with that being said i feel like we needed uh to chill this week so i brought back one of my old songs one of my old like outro songs, the big chill. It's it's one of the longest songs I've ever made, but I thought it would be fun, um, and especially because I feel like thinking about it more and more. This song actually kind of lines up with what I'm doing on this next album. You know, even though I like I produced this, I produced Big Chill, and I didn't produce this next album, so it is going to be a different sound. But I think it'll kind of show you somewhat what you're in for. So, thanks again. Uh, I'll be back next week. I look forward to creating more memories. <laughs> Peace. Oh, oh, oh. Right now, right now 
Let's focus on elevation We don't need inebriation Close your eyes and please be patient Please take off your expectations Let's focus on elevation We don't need inebriation Close your eyes and please be patient Be patient Wait about a minute Take off your expectations. 
your mind and your ass will follow Up in the clouds, up in the clouds, up in the clouds, up in the clouds. I could make you believe that it's make believe. Take it or leave it, it's fake to me. Trapped in matrices where the patrons be. Forsaken and need awakening. Masters of brandishing fantasy. They scamper through life so randomly. Handguns clamped by phalanges, see. Inhaling cancer, what the plan must be. And it's no plan B for this pregnancy. Your mind be the soil to spread the seeds. Let us breathe while the air's still free, though. They got weaponry. Where will we go? You can spirit. See, theory is clearly flawed But if I question your think tank, we're at odds So what's a real conspiracy? It appears you ain't feeling or hearing me Up in the clouds Up in the clouds Up in the clouds You're up in the clouds